at the fringes of perception, beyond the boundaries of your mind, just past the glow of the firelight, out of the corner of your eyes, you will find an edge case. Edgecase Podcast coming September 10th. Learn more at edgecasepod.com. This is Macabre Grimoire with Airy Show, Travis Nye. And Robert Maley. Hey everybody, welcome to Macabre Grimoire, Chapter 24, Tarot Cards. I'm your host, Ari Show, here with my co-host, Robert Mayling, and Travis Nye. Hey, hey, hey. Hey. So, um, we're kind of doing this episode a little bit last minute today because... A little on the fly. We have a massive blizzard coming in through our area, and it's going to start... Then tomorrow, which is the day that we typically record. Yep. And so I was like, can we, if it works out for everybody, can we just record one tonight before the blizzard hits? Because typically if there's bad weather, we all just say, eh, next time. Yep. And then we end up like postponing it three more times after that. And then we get out of sync with all of our episodes. So... Um, but fortunately, this is like right in your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> I don't get to use that phrase often. Yeah, wheelhouse. It was like, I was like, I was excited. See it again. Like, See it again. Wheelhouse. Yes. Yeah. There you go. All right. So um, that's why this tonight's episode is about tarot cards. And it was something that was kind of on our list anyways to cover. So it was something quick and easy to do. And I have, yep. and I get off earlier in the day where I can actually write the article for it. So. Um, yeah, so, um, I guess, am I reading it? Because I can read it, because it's... Yeah, it's written in your voice, so I think that would <laughs> probably be apt. Usually it's they're true. written in, like, my voice jumbled together with stuff from our sources and stuff, but, uh... Unless you do character yeah. voices, and that was great. So. Yeah, that, that's true. <laughs> so, all right, so, tradi- so traditional playing cards are first seen in Europe around 1375, having, having been brought over from the Islamic societies where they had been used for centuries before that. The concept of playing cards have been around for much longer, but it's important to mention that the origin of the tarot isn't exactly known. What we do know is that once playing cards came to Europe in 1375, it wasn't until 1440 that tarot cards were first mentioned. Um, it's, then it says, in a letter from the Duke of Milan, there was a request for several decks of triumph cards to be used at a special event. So it's kind of almost like within the social network of all of these um, upper class European socialites. Yep. They kept hearing about like this triumph game and like, oh, I must have that at it, my it was, parties. Yeah, it was in northern Italy and it was a game for aristocrats is yep. what I saw. Yep, for... same. Mm-hmm. Um. And it says the letter details the different cards that this deck contains and that they differed from regular playing cards. I'm literally imagining this letter written in today's, like, language. Like, okay, so this this deck is, like, super rare, but it's super fun, and there's different cards, but it's not like regular playing cards. Like, don't be a dick about it. Like It's like Pokemon. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Pokemon. Yeah, this is getting into, like, Digimon or, like, Magic the Gathering <laughs> yes. or something like that. 
<laughs> like you're describing something like very nerdy for that era. And make sure you get Charizard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what's interesting is that the origins of Tarot was first conceived as a game and not for divination purposes. Um, I think I talk about Egypt. Oh, I do later on. Okay, so um, there were four suits with cards numbered uh, 1 through 10. And also court cards that included a queen, king, knight, and a page. The deck included 22 symbolic picture cards that did not belong to any suit. The decks were used to play in a game called Triumph that was similar to Bridge. In Triumph, 21 of the 22 special picture cards were permanent trump cards. The game quickly spread to all parts of Europe. People began referring to it as Tarocci, which is an Italian version of the French word tarot around 1530. Hmm. So in 1781, um, which I believe is probably the beginning of the spiritualism movement, um, in France and England, followers of the occult discovered tarot cards. They saw the symbolic pictures of the cards as having more meaning than the simple trump cards they were used for at the time. They used the cards as a divination tool, and occult writers wrote about the tarot. After this, the tarot became a part of occult philosophy. As a side note, one of the first decks I started to learn how to do readings on was an actual deck of playing cards. Um, we were, like, my best friend, she started reading tarot, and then she got into reading, um, like, playing cards, because, like, just, like, a simple yeah. way to do readings for people, I'm like, that's so cool! So, um, basically, we were just reading to see, like, who, what boys like us, and that, <laughs> who, who we wanted to date. So, basically, a king was somebody who symbolized somebody who was, like, older than you, and a jack symbolized somebody that was younger than you, and then a queen symbolized, I want to say, like, yourself or, like, a friend, and then the the numbers and the, and the suits had different meanings also, which I don't remember, but I do remember the age differences with the king versus the jack, and so it was always like, who are you going to date? Does this guy like me? <laughs> so. The pre-digital Tinder. Yeah. <laughs> you don't like it, swipe it. There was a board game back in the in the 90s, the, the Dream Phone. Do you oh, remember that one? I, I remember hearing about it, but I never played it. But my sister had it. Yeah. So it's just like, but, it, you know, it's like I'm stuck with my sisters, usually out in the middle of nowhere playing. Yep. So it's just like, so I play with them and stuff. And it's just like, I have all the like voice clips like, I heard he likes pizza. And you, just like, <laughs> and you got your little cards with the like different pictures of the people. Yeah. And it's like, if they're holding like, it's a black, uh, they're all like black silhouettes, but then like for defining features, they'll have like, you know, a oh, necklace. Like a so it's like, or, guess like, who kind of? Pizza or yeah. something like that. Oh, so you got to kind of figure out who it is. Yeah. That's fun. So it's like. So dating guess who. Yeah. <laughs> I was just it was. Say. I dig it. was it. a lot like that. That's amazing. I used to sucker my brothers into playing girl talk. Because it was a truth or it was a game of truth or dare. So when you spun the wheel, like you had to do different things whether there's truth or dare. And I think they like the dares a little bit more. There was one dare on there where it's like stick an ice cube down your shirt and let it melt. And that was like their favorite one. And I don't know <laughs> why, but that was like the one they always wanted to do. So yeah. This is basically the um, ancient version of girl talk or <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon or whatever. Pokemon, yeah, whatever. Um, <laughs> it's all up to interpretation. So, five hundred years from now, will someone be playing like Pokemon with Pokemon cards and being like, "Probably, I see darkness in your future because of Charizard." You know? <laughs> yeah, Probably. right. But here's here's what I here's what I kind of say about that. Um, while the tarot deck itself isn't mystical based on its origin as a game, it does show that it is a useful tool to help people tap into their natural intuition. Um, we as humans see signs and symbols in everyday life and can discern deep meaning from everyday objects from basically like a piece of string to a snowflake. Um, 
It stands to reason that people in the 17th century would want to search for answers from a deck of playing cards, especially when the artwork on those cards can give so much meaning to so many different situations. Um, I just had a webinar with my, um, with my mentor, and she had us do readings on people based off of a salad dressing bottle. Oh, boy. <laughs> nice. It got so weird. But the thing was is that... Um, what it started off with... I see extra creaminess in your future. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> no, it was more like... It was more like, okay, so she shows us the bottle and she says, pick out... What's the first thing that stands out to you? And then and then just, like, hold that in your, in your mind. So then you're like, okay, so you think of it. And then she's like, okay, now you're going to read for this person. You're going to read for that person based off of the things that you saw on the bottle. And so um, everybody's doing the readings on different people. And then it's my turn to do the reading on the person I need to read for. And as I'm giving her all this information, she's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God, this is so right on. And I'm just like... It's this fucking salad dressing bottle. <laughs> and if you and if you must know that the two symbols that I saw in the bottle was basically the color red and the letter N. But the letter N wasn't specific to anything like name wise. It was to me it meant the symbol of family. Because oh. like your last name is usually like something that Made you put in as like America. A your parents sure. are American. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so all right. Anyways, okay, so going back to, so previously we thought that the tarot came from, as a game from the Islamic societies, but there's another theory that says um, people believe that tarot cards originated in Egypt, and I don't know, it does, so I read something that says, I'll finish this paragraph and then I'll ask, oh, this is what it says. Okay. In some circles, <laughs> they are thought to be the sole surviving book from the great fire that burned the libraries of ancient Egypt. Would this be the great fires of the Alexandria library? Yeah, I think that's what they're referring to. That's kind to. of what I, Okay, that's what I thought too. In this theory, the cards are considered to be hieroglyphical keys to life, which I think is so weird that they would have referred to it as the great fire that burned the libraries of ancient Egypt. Like, it's some conspiracy. Like, you can't just say well, the fires of Alexandria. Yeah. So, all right. Beyond playing a game, which is still played to this day in parts of Europe, what we really want to talk about is tarot cards and their association with the occult. Ooh. Ooh. Oh! <laughs> Thank you. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> the early evidence of a tarot deck used for cartomancy comes from an anonymous manuscript from around 1750, which documents rudimentary divinatory meanings for the cards of the Taroko Bolognese. The popularization of the esoteric, esoteric, esoteric tarot started with Antoni Court and Jean-Baptiste Alliot in Paris during the 1780s using the tarot of Marseille. After French tarot players abandoned the Marseille tarot in favor of the Tarot Nouveau around 1900, the Marseille pattern is now used mostly by cartomancers. Interesting side note. Um, you can literally do readings off of, like, any object around you, hence the salad bottle thing. And I just recently learned that bibliomancy mm -hmm. is literally taking a book that has, like, it has to be, like, a loose spine. And you hold it facing upwards. You think of your question. You let the book fall open. And then you just put your finger on, a, on like, a part in the page. And, like, that answers your question that you're, like, asking. Uh, Dude. After the recording, because this isn't open to public ears sure i'll reveal something that i use that for okay it's pretty cool you'll dig it okay cool all right so um john baptiste Alliette 
aka Atiela, I don't, I don't know if that's right, uh, was the first to issue a tarot deck specifically designed for occult purposes around 1789. In keeping with the misplaced belief that such cards were derived from the Book of Thoth, Atiela's tarot contained themes related to ancient Egypt. So now talking more specifically about the deck itself. Um, so there are two, so the tarot deck contains 78 cards and has two distinct parts. We have the major arcana and the minor arcana. The major arcana has to do with greater secrets or bigger themes that are going on in your life. So basically if you get one of these cards, it's like a card that you need to pay attention to. And these are the magician, the high priestess, empress. That's right. You pay attention to the magician. That's, that's right. You do the first one <laughs> on the list. Bleed it. Yeah. Nice. The empress, the emperor, the hierophant, the lovers, the chariot, strength. Hermit, Wheel of Fortune, Justice, the Hangman, Death, Temperance, the Devil, the Tower, the Star, the Moon, the Sun, Judgment, the World, and the Fool. Cards in this deck section of the deck are numbered in Roman numerals, while the Fool is the only unnumbered card, sometimes indicating the beginning of the deck with the number zero. The Minor Arcana, or Lesser Secrets, consist of 56 cards divided into four suits, ten numbered cards, and four court cards, which is King, Queen, Knight, Page, or Jack. And it Honest to God, like if you pick up a, if you pick up a deck of cards, it's not going to be the same for every single deck of cards that you pick up. So if you pick up a deck and you're like, "What's with the flower suit?" It's like it's probably yeah. your queen. So just know that. Um, and then within that, within those, um, the four suits are swords, batons, or wands, or rods or staves, uh, and then coins, which could be pentacles or discs, and then cups. Um, and each of those four each of those four suits actually represent different um, meanings. So <laughs> I'm cross referencing with another book here. So like swords represents thought processes. Cups um, equals emotions, feeling, or love. Wands is action slash creating, and pentacles is abundance, which can deal with like money or career. Um, the most popular published deck of tarot cards is the Rider Waite Smith deck, which was illustrated by. Um, Pamela Coleman Smith in 1910 from the instructions of the academic mystic A.E. Waite and published by the Writer Company. One of the founders of the uh, order, the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn. Nice. Which ties into Aleister Crowley, who also put out his own tarot deck that's pretty famous that's called the, the Thoth Tarot Deck, oh, which sweet. is filled with a lot of, like, kind of dark... Well, it's very, like, metal imagery because sure. it's Aleister Crowley. Of so course. it's like wild and abstract plus like death looks super super like badass right. in the card nice. but yeah um let's see here what else do i say oh yeah i just said that the thoth tarot deck as a divinatory tarot deck painted by lady frida harris according to instructions oh you wrote that yep i added that <laughs> look at that so um yeah so then i actually brought my deck of tarot cards my deck because my deck. and this isn't so I'm more, so, okay, when it comes to card reading and, um, like, getting readings from my psychics or whatever, um, there, some people will read from a tarot deck and other people will read from, um, oracle card decks. And I typically do readings from oracle card decks, so I'm not 100% familiar with the meanings and stuff of the cards. But I have taken tarot classes, which sounds super nerdy, but, um, so I did bring a deck. It's not the deck that I typically use. So we'll see how this goes. And Robert, I think I've read for you before. Not with these cards, though. Yeah, I think you have at some point. But, 
Actually, I think it was a year ago. Just getting get, getting the death card over and over and over again. I don't know what Are you meant. see it? Are you... No. no. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to see, are these... Oh, they are in order, so I have to shuffle these. But, Ooh, um... Yeah. <laughs> so... So are you... Uh, so from my research, are you a believer in the whole... The... Aaron, did you just there's fart? A, there's yeah. a fancy word they use for the person you're doing the reading for. The... The sitter? Yeah. So, I don't know. It doesn't... Wait, wait, so, Okay, sit. The victim? Victim. Do, so do... Wait. So do I... Are you asking, do I have a word for the person that's receiving the reading? Yeah. Not really. Okay. But in the documentary, they were using word... But anyway, leading back to why I brought that up... Yeah. ...was that they said that a lot of readers require that the person they're doing the reading for do a bunch of shuffling with the cards or at least oh. handle the cards or something like that because they feel like that mixes them into the cards or whatever. Right. Just... Yeah. I mean, and I've read that before too. I don't know. I mean, if you want to shuffle, you can shuffle. I'm terrible at shuffling, <laughs> so. Usually, it's, for me, it's always the intention that you put behind it. And um, right now, I'm not even thinking of you. I'm just shuffling just because I need, want to get them shuffled up. I'm thinking of you, Robert. Thank you. <laughs> Good to know someone. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so don't I don't need know. To muddy up the I'm not a very good shuffler. Travis is like way better at shuffling cards, and he's just watching me suffer over here. Just want to put that out there. So while she's <laughs> while she's getting that ready, I thought I'd just mention it, and I'll link to it in the show notes. I found this amazing documentary on YouTube that's uh, narrated by Christopher Lee. That's just kind of like the history of the tarot deck, and. Uh, it's cool because it's just like they've got like actor reenactments and stuff like that. And they do a whole like, they talked about how some people view the, the deck as the fool's journey going mm. between like the, and basically the other, other suits are basically like stations that the, the fool is traveling through. And it like nice. represents this whole, like the cycle of life thing, getting into a homo, almost like, uh, you know, like hermetic order kind of style, magic Kabbalah kind of thing, like tree of life yeah. kind of things. And, yeah, it was it was pretty cool. The documentary is awesome, not only because Christopher Lee narrates it, which is a big big help, but uh, it just got it gets, gives you a very like lay person's like what this card generally typically means, but can also mean this kind of like kind of a flyover like mm -hmm. view, but like accessible. Mm -hmm. So I thought the documentary was cool, and you can check it out on uh, on YouTube, and we'll link to it. Sweet. Um, so we can do this one or two ways. Um, do you want? an answer to a question about your past, present, and future? Or, or do you want the top three things that you want to know right now? Hmm. Let's do... Hmm. And, like, you have to think about, like, how personal do you... You know what I mean? Because do I have to tell you what the thing is? Kind of. You just have to tell me, not, like, in specifics so much. Okay. But um, sometimes the cards will just tell you what... Basically... They sometimes they just have like a mind of their own where they just they override whatever question that you have. Okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go go bold. Okay. Here, uh, let's do a past, present, and future on uh, my podcasting career. Okay. Okay. So this one, this card's gonna be about your past. This card's about your future, and this is oh excuse me, this is present, and this is future. So, okay. <clears throat> And just bear in mind, um, tarot is not my strong suit. <laughs> which, direction, which direction are we treating as the upside down? Okay, so um, we're going to say this is facing towards you. So actually, this would be past, present, future then, right? Because we're reading right to left for you. Or look, left to right for you. 
Okay. Uh, I like the way you had it the first time. That's the way I was picturing it. So okay, we'll go then we'll that. go with that. Okay, so then we're going to say um, upside down for you, not, and then upside down again. Okay. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, this is upside down, this one. And honestly, like, the interpretation of the card, some people get, some people care if it's reversed, other, people's, other people don't. Really? Um, to me, it's, I always like the, just pay more attention to it, because obviously if it's upside down, then it's like, oh, that's weird. You know what I mean? Like, it's... That's kind of the impression I got from the, the things I watched and read, right. was the upside down just means a more intense version of the same thing. Sure. Okay. I've seen Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, let me just get adjusted here so I can right, face this head on. I'm just going to throw my shit everywhere. Okay, so this, the Six of Cups, um, on this it says Happy House Childhood Memories. And this is related to your past in regards to podcasting. I think um, this is more like you... You're, I feel like you're... How do I say this? Um... It's almost like you started podcasting as like this part of this some part something part of you wants attention and attention in a way that um, like if I do good things and I do stand out and if I and if I am on stage then people pay attention to me because I feel like I shrink in the shadows if I'm not loud enough or if I'm not doing something interesting enough um, in this photo here we have which I think is it. To me, it kind of looks like an old woman handing handing a child a flower. So I don't know if he gives a shit. Anyways, so <laughs> so that's what's in this picture right here. And to me, that kind of shows um, like you're receiving a gift. And I think like you're the child, you are the child in this picture here. And it, I'm trying to think here. And the child's not really accepting the flower because the child's just kind of like, what's this? Because if you see his hands kind of out, like, the fuck are you giving me? And so it's like, you, you almost, you're not quite sure if, like, this is even what you want to do or if this is even something you're supposed to do. But it's kind of like, they're like, here, this is for you. This is for you to take. And you're just like, mm, I don't know if this is the right thing. And so, um... So part of it, so part of your past is that, um, just to kind of recap, it's, you're doing it because like the pod, your podcasting past is more about getting the attention that you want so then you can stand out because you feel that you need to stand out in a special way. But it's also because, um, and that's related to the childhood memories, but then it's also, um, you have this gift, you're receiving this gift of this opportunity and you're just like, I don't know if I'm ready for it. Does that make sense to you? Yeah. Okay. Does that sound total bullshit, Travis? No, it sounds right. But I'm glad that you stuck with it. <laughs> I'm glad you stuck with it. Yeah, otherwise we wouldn't be here. Okay, so this the second card here is Two of Cups, and it says, Peace of Mind, Joining of Two People. So this is present, and right now I think this has... I don't know if it's obvious to you or not, but it's not, I don't believe it's just the joining of two people necessarily. I believe it's you joining with the other parts of, of you that exist out in the universe. Basically people that are attracted to you that want to be involved with the projects that you're, that you're producing, um, being a part of what you're putting together. And so these two individuals are, they're joining hands, they're sharing their cups together. Um, and so this is, this is something that um, you're at a good point right now with where you're at. 
Um, you, there's like the green fields are in the distance, which kind of, which green, dis, green fields and trees and growth is, is really good. Cause it's, it's like you have room to grow in the future because this growth is like spreading out, like into the distance. Like I don't, you don't see the end of it. Sure. So, um, with these two joining together, it's very much, um, there's a good thing that's starting. Um, so this future card which is something we're a little bit more interested in because we were like, hmm, where is this going? This is the Three of Pentacles. And the Three of Pentacles says, um, improvements underway but delays around it, renown, glory, place of worship. So, um, let's see here. What am I seeing? So I have to rob a church. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I feel like, so it's almost like you're, you're going too big too fast um so it's saying improvements underway so it's like it it's like it's good that you're growing but it's almost like you're not grow you're growing at a rate that's too too quick for you to be able to keep up with everything and so this guy he's holding a hammer and he's trying to build the church and he's and these guys are trying to like tell him the plans on like how to build the church or how to build the future but it's like this guy <clears throat> He's, like, already ready to go. Like, he's not sitting down and he's not talking to these people to be like, how do we do this? You know, let's all, let's all plan this out together. Like, he's already, he, he already has the fucking hammer on. It's like, guy, like, we need to figure out where to put the nails. And you're just like, no, I'm ready to go. Let's do the hammering. Let's do the nailing because I need to do this. I need to do this right now. Um, so, but it says delays around it. So you need to almost just, like, just slow down, take take your time with really like laying out the master plan because without a master plan you really don't have anywhere to go so look at the plans take your time really assess what it is that you want to do because if you can take your time and assess all of that then um you're obviously going to build a stronger foundation and a stronger house or church or whatever the fuck that is so <laughs> clearly i'm super like uh, reverent of the tarot card. Absolutely. So, so yeah. You, does that make sense to you? No, it totally makes sense. Okay. Um, do you have any questions? No. Uh, uh, after that, after watching that documentary, I was so waiting for a Trump card of some kind because, like, I know kind of what oh, they mean now. So yeah. I was waiting to get something like an upside down tower or something just like oh, crazy sure. dramatic. You and know what? Though with the tower card, um, that's interesting. You bring that up. So I don't know if I can find it in this deck, but there's a picture of it here. So let me just see if I can't find it really quick here. <laughs> just gonna sing weird songs. So Travis, you can <laughs> let her do a reading for you. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, okay. you think yeah. so? Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. Now I feel like you're afraid. You don't want to. You don't want to? No, I feel like you don't want to. No, I do want to. I don't know. Do you want my oracle card or do you want the tarot cards? I'll do whatever. I like that you're open to this. I am open to this. Yeah. Um. Drafts just really just like I don't know if I don't want to know the future. I just, no, just I, I had terrible a terrible burden. To I had a quick debacle at work. I had to put fires out, so this gave me a good opportunity to do that while you're doing that for Robert. Like literal so, fires. Like the whole place is up in flames, Jesus. and I told the fire department, "Like y'all back off." Oh my gosh! I thought I had a picture of the of the tower deck. Um, so yeah, while you're looking through that, um, I'm so the, find the, the tower card. Okay, the pavilion actually just had a whole tarot card exhibit thing. There's really? cool. there's some artist that travels and sets it up for display for like three months, and yeah. then just travels the country with him. 
uh, they were actually super worried because he made the, the major Arcana cards um, with his own artwork and designs and stuff. That's and sweet. one of them was actually the Twin Towers with the Falling Man. And, like, Shit. they were so worried about having that up. But oh. no, they never, nobody complained nobody about really it or anything. anything. So, yeah. And then, like, the, the death card was, like, super, like, demonic. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was like the devil and like skulls now and you're like making death me, and like totally sad I missed this. How it was, did I miss this? It was really cool. So um, what's interesting though about the death card is that it's not about dying. It's actually about right. change. Right. Um, and so I think that's what, so it's funny when they bring it up in movies like oh it's the death card and the character's yeah. like oh my god I'm gonna die. It's and, like no Because no, no. I did a show there and they wanted me to do a whole like playing card show demonstration in that room because oh, yeah. it was a really small tight room yeah, so yeah. it was kind of cool having all that artwork around me and behind me during the oh, performance so yeah. i did a trick with tarot cards so oh, i kind of nice. fit in and i kind of explained some of those things with the tarot sure. like don't be afraid of this it's not satan isn't like devouring your soul right now he's not feasting on you as i perform <laughs> right maybe he is but for most of us no so the tower card it says catch catastrophe, accident, things happening very quickly at a light, lightning pace. So what it is, is it's a picture of a lightning strike hitting a tower and there's fire raining down everywhere and there's two people falling head first out of the tower. Which sounds pretty fucking frightening when you're when you're putting in, the, in those terms. What, you're, what it can be is that there's something that's going to happen that's going to force you to change quickly. And you need to start think of a different plan. And so... While it might seem frightening that this lightning strike is happening, but it's actually a good thing because to me, there's always like something good comes out of something bad. So, um, and I don't know, it's, it's almost like the top of the tower is like being blown off, and it's yeah. like, yeah. So, um, it doesn't necessarily have to be like something bad, it's definitely something that's happening for change. Yep. The, the ones, the only ones I thought that based on the way they were written or whatever. It's like, in the Crowley deck, there's actually, like, the devil and, like, a few other... Oh, sure, like, sure. There is a devil like, in this, too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, there's that one... It basically, like, Tower and Judgment were the ones that I came away with as being, like, worse than, like, a death card. Oh, sure, sure, sure. All right, I'm just going to quickly shuffle. Think of you, Travis. Think, oh, she think would of think the you, thing that you want. Think of what you want answered or get some direction. All right, I am primed. I'm ready. What okay. what, are, what are we querying? Yeah, what do you want to know? Sorry, data scientist here. I'm just like, what query are we running? Yeah, same. <laughs> uh, career future. You want to know about your career and the future? Yes, or just choices in general. You could you could do. Okay. If you so want how to about the, the top path. three things that you need to know about your career? Oh, let's gosh. let's let's do that. Hey, make sure they're all in there. Don't be holding out on me. What if that is supposed to be for me? I don't know. I'll shuffle one more time. Robert, I feel like you got shortchanged. That's not true. That was actually the card that I pulled for him. Oh. Yep. <laughs> gotcha. It's my card. Get your own card. <laughs> All right. Oh, Dominic might be coming by, by the way, because his meeting was supposed to be super short. So. Oh, okay. If that is Dominic, well, I don't we'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> Upon 638, you will hear three raps. <laughs> what is that? It's dumb. Right, okay. Two, three. Oh, weird. Top this, three. So, okay, I pulled the six of cups again, which means I'm either a really bad shuffler or I was able to get the card to come back up again. Okay. So, let's roll with well, it. Well, you know the likelihood of, what I, of, the, of pulling the same card. That's true. 
So it's pretty rare. That's true. So that means that this is supposed to be important. It is important. I'm ready. Okay. So with the Six of Cups, um, like I said before, it's about... I'm going to bring my microphone closer. So sorry if that... No, nope, you're all a good. lot of noise. Um, the Six of Cups is about happy house, childhood memories. So in regards to the future of your business, um, I feel like there is someone... There's someone at home who's who's conflicted about um, the direction that you want to take your business. Um, I feel like you have a clear direction on what you want to do, and I think I feel like you're this person holding the flower, okay, giving it to this person. And I, Robert, you you missed it that she actually drew one of the same cards. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. I know. You know the odds of that are. I like... know. Usually that means it's really important. So. Yeah. <laughs> so okay. So basically, you're saying, see, this is like all the great things that I have. These are the great things that I can do. Like the because the flower signifies growth and change and like good things. And this person's like, I don't know. <laughs> so, <laughs> I have a little faith in yeah, me. Yeah. And you're just like, come on, have some faith in me. And this and the the person's like, yeah, but what if it's poisonous or what if it's yeah. this? And so you're trying to like explain to this person like, no, 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 no. This is gonna be a good thing. Like. I got this all under control. See this beautiful flower. Like I grew it myself. Like I did all this work and stuff, and I put a lot of thought into this into this project. And this person's like, ah, I don't know. <laughs> so they're kind of holding back on on this on this move that you want to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Um, the second card here is a Seven of Pentacles, and it says. <laughs> says work frustrations hard work needing to be done either at work or a situation in life. So it's like. You have this big idea and you have a million ways that this can go. And all you see is greatness, but you see, you do see kind of a fiery death too. So you're kind of like, where do I go with this? And you, but it's like this, it's like this guy looking at this bush, like what apple do I pick first? Because they're all good apples. What choice do you start Mm. with first? Where do you begin? Well, Mm. you're never going to begin if you don't start picking. So back to the deal or no deal conundrum. Right. So you just need to start somewhere and where you start isn't a bad choice because as long as you start, that's one foot forward that you'd never had before. And that's actually moving you forward into the future. So that's, so that's what that card is. Do you have any questions about that one? No. Okay. Solid. All right. This last card here is six of pentacles and it says, Another pentacles? Yeah, but this is a good one. It says okay. raise in money or salary. So, um... Bring it on. So, regardless of what choice you pick, it's definitely going to be beneficial for you financially, and it's definitely going to bring you a lot of growth. So, um, you're def... Um, let me see. What else? Um, so, you see this... There's this guy. He's he's literally handing out money to people. Okay. And... That better not be me. I was going to say, that's you making it rain. Oh, okay. It could be you. <laughs> I feel like this is you receiving uh, receiving the, uh, the the abundance that this guy is handing out. Okay. Um, I think that, think that this guy is somebody who is going to be investing in you and somebody that is going to be help propelling you forward on your other ideas. Um, so out of all the ideas that you have, um, this individual who is going to be financing this project that you have is, um, isn't going to be financing all all of your ideas so if you have like seven different ideas he's on board for like three of them but the other four of them he's like "Mm, i don't know about that but that's okay because having those two financed is going to set you up for bigger things and help you um 
be able to do those other ideas down the road. And I think that those ideas are actually going to morph into something else. So right now, even though you have a plan for this and you're like, oh, this is such a good idea. This is what I want to do. And you want to be able to like grow this and make this a thing. Um, it's okay that it sits on the back burner because in a few years you're going to come back to it and you're going to be like, oh, that was a dumb idea. But it gave me a better idea. Okay. So. Okay. So uh, if my investor is listening, my idea is uh, instant water. It's basically a box of dehydrated water. Nice. Very nice. Um, that all you have to do is add water and you get Nice. <laughs> so if anybody wants to jump on board with this, I'm collecting funds now for this. Go, go, go fund me already up and running. Do you have any questions? No. Is this okay? Yeah, that's pretty solid. Okay. That's pretty solid. Good job. Well, thank you. Good job. So... So that was reading from the tarot deck, and I did have I did bring a book with to describe like the cards, but eh. That's pretty good. So That's yeah. Good. Very cool. I read really fast. I'm sorry. No, no that's good. I talk we, about uh, a minute. So along with uh, my magic groups and clubs and whatnot, uh, we bring people in from out of state and stuff like that to lecture. Mm-hmm. And one of the guys, uh, he's pretty big name in the magic community and outside of uh he does like a lot of cruises and stuff but mm-hmm. he uh he poses as a mind reader that's Ooh. his that's his forte thing. forte not saying it's real yeah uh but that's what he says he does right um and so he also does like the tarot readings and stuff with just playing cards and did a full demonstration on it and like described every card and what it does oh sure and like the whole patterns and stuff like that that they're laid out in. it is really cool to uh to, to hear some of that stuff and it was he had some crazy insight on one of the things i can't remember how we got to that point uh but the way he described it was like the diamond is, represents wealth when he does oh, his mm-hmm. thing so yep. and it's, it varies yeah um but then he somehow linked it to the spade in his story because the spade was like is the tax card okay um like when playing cards first whatever came over like people that would um, come by ship and merchants and stuff that have the ace of spades and they'd always get stamped by like the city's tax card saying that this is your proof of saying that you've oh, paid sure. your taxes to dock your ship here or whatever mm-hmm. your merchandise and uh, so that's why the spade on a deck ace of spades is more decorative on a deck of cards to kind of resemble that thing um, but somehow he linked all those together in like a really cool story it's like a whole 52 card story oh wow and it was really really cool to hear how he did it so that's awesome I wish I had it still yeah. It's probably recorded somewhere probably. on like a phone because no recording allowed except on a phone that they don't see. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'm really bad at taking notes, so I just use my voice recorder and record everything. And I was like, that's yeah. awesome. Like, I'm going to go back to that. It's a and brilliant I, idea. Yeah, I think I upgraded phones and lost it. So, whatever. Oh, no. But yeah, it was really neat. Cool. Yeah. I guess, I don't know. I, I get my tarot read occasionally. So. And it's all, I'm always impressed with how they, how people like read for me. I'm like, cause they know like way more about the cards than I do. Yeah. And I'm literally just pulling from the images and like what I'm seeing. I'm not actually like very skilled at my, my wife actually got me. And I think I told you guys this for Christmas, the Miss Cleo tarot card. Uh, <laughs> I actually like the artwork. In Those it. cards yeah. don't lie. That's right. Call me now. Yeah, right. Miss Cleo. <laughs> um, but I was thinking, because I know you do your, uh, uh, I don't know if you still do them. I haven't paid attention to your live tarot fortune. Yeah, 
Um, I haven't done them for April yet, though. Okay. Um, so you should become like the new Facebook Miss Cleo of just doing live oh my gosh. sessions. Super like, cheese with like a head wrap and everything. Uh, well, I mean, at least get the flying carpet, but. Oh, for uh, sure. <laughs> we, we, we'll work on the costume. We'll yeah. The yeah, yeah, yeah. Because people could totally okay. just like pay you and just do it live on Facebook. Like. Well, I know, like, you can do um, YouTube lives yeah and you can do i forget what there's like an actual term for it but um people can pay you to give them a reading yeah yeah like send you money like live on the fly i would love to that would be awesome but i need a following first i was gonna say that actually sounds really fun yeah even fun to just like watch yeah yeah because there's a lot of there's a lot of psychics on uh youtube that do that yeah you should definitely do that because i think that could be something pretty big here local i mean knock out that stupid psychic tiff Whoa. <laughs> I said it. I don't care. I yes. said it. He got beef. I got beef. You got beef with Psychic Tip? Not really. Like, I've, I used to listen to that radio station before I got tired of the whole station. Oh. <laughs> no, I know someone that's pretty annoyed with that station. I won't say who. Yeah. But, yeah. And, yeah, just listening to her readings, I'm like, so I'm, negative all the time. I don't know. Her readings are okay. But, they're, but like, people are like, will I get pregnant? And she's like, yes. Yeah. Yes, you will. Should I tell him that does... he's the baby daddy? No. Leave that child but it's a always, bastard yeah. the whole it's time. Like yes, no answers. So there's never like really like deep insight into it. I'm just like, what if you're wrong? Yeah, right? <laughs> and a lot of people call in for like serious questions. <laughs> and it's just like, no. Forget that, man. Well, you need I sell to leave. my house. Like, yeah. And she's like, yes. And I was like, well, obviously you're going to sell your house. Your house will sell at some point. Right. So, yeah. Reminds me of that uh, that Simpsons with the, the call-in psychic. It's like super early, like season two of The Simpsons, like oh, 20 wow, years yeah. ago, whatever. And, yeah. Or 30 or whatever the hell it's been. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Marge calls in and he's just like, I'm getting something. You will die a terrible, terrible death. Next caller. <laughs> 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 and we're on with George in Atlanta. Getting something now. Yep. You will die a terrible, terrible death next call. Oh my God. That's amazing. I used to work for a phone, a psychic phone network. It was kind of kind of fun and exhausting at the same time. Yeah. At some point, Battling like, all the spirits. Well, I this. Kinda. Yeah. There was no it was it was literally so okay. It was it was interesting because the majority of the people calling are women, and the majority of these women want to know information about their relationships. Yeah, or lack thereof, or more than they have. So <laughs> there was always there was a there was a few callers where like I'd get off the phone and be like Dominic, like you're not gonna believe us. Like I was getting like the cool, like just like the most messed up love triangle stories. <laughs> that I was just like. How? Like, almost said, like, because I had one caller, I won't go into... Because you're a whore. Next caller. Pretty much. <laughs> but, like, there was this one caller where, like, she was really interested in this one guy and wanted to know if he liked her. And I'm like, well, yes, he likes you. And, you know, there's there's It looks like this guy likes pizza. But then I find out that this guy is married. And then I find out that... that, that so he's cheating on his wife with her. But then I find out she is also married. And I'm like... Good God, where does this end? Mm -hmm. But not only that, but, like, this guy, like, helps her on a daily basis with some other issue that she has. So she actually sees him for legitimate reasons. But, like, they're also seeing each other on the side. So whenever they see each other as a legitimate time in public, they have to act like they don't know each other. Like, it is so crazy. Jesus. 
Keith, is it? It's Keith. Keith? Hi, no. Keith. <laughs> but yeah, it's like there was so she. She really liked me, so she kept calling me back and you know, on a consistent basis, and I'd be like, Dominic, you won't believe the break in the story. <laughs> like, the more information I got. Like, oh, I always like those like weird memes and stuff uh, that talk about like you know so and so cheating on whoever, but like yeah. they have like the funniest ones like when you take your girlfriend over to your best friend's house and she automatically connects to the Wi Fi. Oh. <laughs> 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 like, what's up with that? How did you? <laughs> How did you get the password? <laughs> That's pretty good. I haven't seen that one. I'm just setting this aside so I don't forget it. You're all good. So this is my reading bag. That's where I take with me when I go on readings. Nice. Yeah. Also to work because, you know, just in case I have to do a reading at work. Never know. You never know. I never know. That water cooler talk, man. They might need, they might need insight from the spirits. On stuff. You should just put like a felt board up with tarot cards and every day just put a new card up and say, today, this is your reading. But I could do that. That'd be hilarious if I did yeah. that at work. Um, I do have a Wiccan calendar at my desk. So I think I've already pretty much established that I'm the weirdo in the department <laughs> <laughs> with the Hermione doll on my desk. Nice. <laughs> the Wiccan calendar. But that's not, right. I, there's actually other people in our department who have like other little weird knickknacks on their desk. So. I have one of those, uh, it's a TARDIS, but it's between two magnets, so it actually hovers. It doesn't oh, yeah, anything. Yeah. Oh, And you cool. would have thought I'd, like, brought fire to the time <laughs> when I brought that in the office, because people were just, like, so mesmerized by it, and, like, yeah. especially managers all had to stop by and, like, touch okay. it, make it follow, then see if they could make it go back into the, yeah. like, oh my sink. God, just, that's adorable. Nobody, nobody pays attention to it now, but when it first went up, oh, my gosh, people were, like... Hands on. You're like a tap of the Did you get the memo? Stop by Robert's desk. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I did. uh, So my always, because we have to do reports once a month and we always have to staple papers together. So he would always make the joke from the office about, this is my stapler. (laughs) And so for Christmas one year, I got him the red (laughs) swing line stapler. And he was like, this is amazing. (laughs) He doesn't use it, but he has it because he doesn't want to ruin it. So he just has it displayed proudly on his desk. Nice. This is my stapler. <laughs> so, yeah. Desk knickknacks. And with that, I think we've covered tarot and then some. <laughs> I think we yeah. have. So, yeah, that's it for Chapter 24. Thank you for listening, everyone, and we will catch you all next time. Bye! Macabre Grimoire is a production of the SueEmpire.com. Learn more at macabregrimoire.com. Last night I slept in your cell.